This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Paris versus Pence. They knew what was happening and they didn't tell you. Stop playing politics with people's lives. President says he feels great. This was a blessing from God that I caught it. Hurricane heads toward Louisiana. No one should let their guard down. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, the one and only vice presidential debate saw Mike Pence and Kamala Harris mix it up on the pandemic and health care. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. The two candidates began clashing over President Trump's COVID-19 response. The American people have witnessed what is the greatest failure of any presidential administration in the history of our country. Mike Pence defended what the president has done. President Donald Trump has put the health of America first. For 90 minutes, the two disagreed on numerous issues. Harris said the administration wants to take away key health care provisions. If you have a pre-existing condition, heart disease, diabetes, breast cancer, they're coming for you. Pence then warned those watching and listening what would happen if the Democrats win. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris want to raise taxes. They want to bury our economy. Harris preferred to talk about the president's personal taxes. Donald Trump paid $750 in taxes. When I first heard about it, I I literally said, you mean $750,000? One of the sharpest exchanges dealt with reported comments Mr. Trump made about U.S. military personnel. He has referred to... Our men who are serving in our military as suckers and losers. Slanders against President Donald Trump regarding men and women of our armed forces are absurd. The debate was essentially civil, although at one point Pence was told to stop going past his time limits. Your campaigns agreed to the rules for tonight's debate. I'm here to enforce them. But the most memorable and the most talked about moment of the debate had nothing to do with the candidates. It came when a fly suddenly landed on Mike Pence's snow-white hair. It remained there for a couple of minutes, 
The fly has become a social media sensation. The Commission on Presidential Debates says the next Trump-Biden showdown will be virtual as the president battles COVID-19. CBS's Ben Tracy has the latest on what the president is saying about how he's feeling. I feel great. I feel like perfect. President Trump praising an experimental antibody cocktail he was given to treat his coronavirus infection. They gave me Regeneron and it was like unbelievable. Just made me better. Okay, I call that a cure. There is no cure yet for the virus, and the treatment the president received at Walter Reed, according to one analysis, would cost the average American more than $100,000. I want to get for you what I got, and I'm going to make it free. The drug, made by pharmaceutical company Regeneron, is currently only available to clinical trial participants and has still not yet been approved by the FDA. The president's doctor released another very brief update on his condition, saying President Trump has been symptom-free for more than 24 hours and has detectable levels of COVID antibodies in his blood. But those are likely due to his treatment and not an immune response. Facebook says it's initiating new election safeguards and will stop all political ads once the polls close November 3rd, part of an effort to deal with candidates who prematurely declare victory or contest official results. Now to the Gulf Coast, where people in Louisiana are once again taking hurricane precautions. Delta is headed that way after blitzing Mexican resort spots. CBS's David Bagnow is covering. People filled sandbags just six weeks after Hurricane Laura ripped through this area as a Category 4 hurricane. For us to actually have to go through this and witness this again, it's breathtaking. Jasmine Jack lost her Lake Charles home to Laura. Debris from Laura still litters the streets. Windows are boarded up, and it is enough to make people like Nathan Smith continue leaving southwest Louisiana for good. I've been thinking about moving, and this giving me the reason to do it. A new round of protests last night in Minneapolis. Hours after former officer Derek Chauvin was released after posting a $1 million bond. He's charged with murder and the death of George Floyd back in May. The National Guard was activated to help police. Authorities in Louisville, Kentucky have released a batch of evidence in the police raid that left Breonna Taylor dead in her home in March. CBS's Jerika Duncan. This video shows a close-up view of her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, outside Taylor's home after she'd been shot. My girlfriend's dead. Moments later, a SWAT team enters Taylor's apartment. Hey, watch the kitchen. Watch the kitchen. They quickly determine it's a crime scene. We have to be mindful of what we say. We're on camera now. At the center of the case, whether a search warrant for Taylor's home was was issued properly. Police records show the warrant stemmed from Taylor's communication with ex-boyfriend Jamarcus Glover. The release includes audio tape of a jailhouse conversation on the day of the raid. In it, Glover says he had not been in touch with Taylor, further calling into question the justification for the raid. Coronavirus cases in the upper Midwest are spiking. CBS's Mola Lenghi is in Wisconsin, where hospitals are facing big problems. We have a pandemic that is out of control. Hospitalizations are up more than 65% over the past two weeks, and the average daily deaths have tripled. We've seen the number of people needing hospitalization double or triple, and we really don't have the capacity 
capacity to double the number of people hospitalized in the state. Seven states have reportedly seen a more than 60% increase in new cases compared to just two weeks ago. CBS's Deborah Rodriguez tells us there's been a stunning and stinging rebuke of the Trump administration's handling of the coronavirus. 34 editors at the New England Journal of Medicine have signed a scathing editorial, citing the Trump administration for, quote, taking a crisis and turning it into a political tragedy. It takes the government to task for too little testing for COVID, especially early on, too little protective equipment, lack of national leadership on mask wearing, social distancing, quarantine, and isolation. The editorial did not specifically endorse Joe Biden, but called the administration dangerously incompetent and said those in it should not keep their jobs. The pandemic has forced new rules at the Oscars and now drive-in movies can qualify for nominations as long as the film has a seven-day run in one of six major cities. The pandemic has been hard to digest for some familiar names in the restaurant business. Now, another chain reports trouble. Ruby Tuesday is the latest, filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. It will also permanently shut down 185 restaurants. The company says it will continue to operate its remaining 236 locations while it restructures its debt. Ruby Tuesday has 7,300 employees across eight states and five foreign countries. 7,000 of those employees have been furloughed during the pandemic, and many have not not returned to work. Restaurant chains California Pizza Kitchen, Chuck E. Cheese, and Sizzler have also filed for bankruptcy protection this year. Matt Piper, CBS News. Sesame Street is planning a special program on racism. It's called The Power of We and will air later this month. It'll define it for young viewers and show how it can be hurtful and how to call it out when it's spotted. That's the CBS World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert. And I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> respond too quickly oh well that's good yeah i expected i expected you to lay into me well this was over the strike period oh i had time yeah See, that, that does that doesn't count <laughs> sure i responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment yeah i felt like i had something to get up for every yeah. day so thank you for that listen to the late show pod show with stephen colbert wherever you get your podcasts Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, 
were exposed as frauds, but none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.